0: progressive casualty insurance company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law
1: Oakland A's baseball is just an hour away
2: and that's one on it. hit the left center and hit well Benintendi going back at the track turning around he'll look and watch it fly the skies
3: one to center back is Buxton takes a look up it goes and
1: gone It's time to take you inside the clubhouse with the A's Total Access pregame show, presented by Chevron. Follow the A's 24-7 on A's Cast, your home for nonstop A's baseball. A's Total Access with Chris Townsend starts now.
4: Happy opening day, everybody from the Coliseum. Chris Townsend with you here on A's Cast and the A's Radio Network. Throughout the year, we're going to be doing a lot of special things. And obviously, opening day special. We got the bunting with the fields painted. We're going to have all the players come out on the baselines, announce the players. Mark Kotze's first time ever as a manager. Just moments we'll never forget. And we're also going to honor the great Ray Fossey. They'll be wearing his patch. We'll talk to Ken Korak about that next the patch for ray on the home white jerseys and coming up next one of the special interviews we did recently i was a part of it got to just kind of sit back and enjoy ray fossey with one of the greatest pitchers of all time the hall of famer jim palmer that will be coming up next but first welcome home welcome back to the bay area ken korak
2: hello chris townsend how are you man
4: i'm doing well and aids total access is brought to you by chevron and uh Nice to get back into your own bed.
2: Yeah, it was, uh, yeah, <laughs> as we were kind of joking on the road trip, it was, um, it was Mesa, Philadelphia, St. Petersburg, and Toronto on the road trip. So, and for, you know, I, was, I went back home for about two days in the middle of the spring, but it was a long time living out of a suitcase, but that's what we do. We're You know, you know obviously we're kind of used to it, but still, um, and I've mentioned this before, and you and I have talked about this, without the luxury of the Bay Bridge series, which really provided the opportunity for A's players and staff to come up here and, and get settled, move into their places, have plenty of time to do that. Uh, this is a quick turnaround because it was a long night of travel getting back from Toronto and no day off, obviously, after that.
4: How do you feel about what you've seen 10 games in, 5-5, five and five, lead baseball and runs scored, best average with runners in scoring position? What do you think?
2: Well, I think that's a key right now. Obviously, the runners in scoring position has been great, and so has the the ability for the A's to hit long balls with runners on base. Now, whether that's sustainable or not, I don't know, Chris, but 23 of their runs have come on eight swings. And the other thing is is that their bullpen, I think, to me, even though they've been wild, they've walked too many hitters, I think, and Scott Emerson would say that, the bullpen's done a good job. And even the other day in St. Pete when Lou Trevino was unavailable and you had Danny... Uh, Jimenez come on and get his first major league save so and they've been in every game even the games they lost they had a shot to win yesterday so uh, they played really competitive baseball
4: you've been a baseball fan for a long time you've been the voice uh, of the A's for a long time you've been around this club for a long time what does opening day for you at the Coliseum mean
2: well it's always a special day and I think you and I talked about it earlier on your show and that is that uh, for me and it's just kind of an emotional thing when I look around the ballpark and think about when I came out here looking for my first job in broadcasting and I didn't have an audition tape. And we used cassette recorders back then, of course, Chris. And I put my cassette, little cassette in the machine and record baseball games here at the Coliseum just hoping to put together a decent baseball tape to try to go out and get a job and uh, to be up here in the booth and, and calling games and... You know, I spent 26 years, of course, with Ray and now Vince for 17 years and the 10 years with Bill King. And so to, to have this happen for me in the Bay Area, which is, I mean, I you know, you look at 30 teams in baseball, it's exactly the place I want to be. And so I've received a great deal of support, Chris, from the A's fans, and we've never taken that for granted.
4: And coming up next, how much are you going to love listening to Ray Fossey and Jim Palmer?
2: Yeah, I know, and they you know they did great interviews over the years. And the thing about Ray and his the A's warm-up is that that's like an audio history of the ball club, Chris. Yeah. And what he's done for all the – you know, he saved every tape, every interview he did for, what, like 35 years? And, uh, you know, Ray was really diligent about that, and he was an excellent interviewer. I don't think he, he got enough credit for, for what he did. And he hosted the A's warm-up for, for like three decades, so as he would say – He did a great job.
4: (laughs) He was the best. You have a great call, and I'll talk to you after the ball game.
2: Okay, buddy, thanks.
4: The great Ken Korak, the voice of your Oakland athletics. Coming up next, a treasure, Ray Fossey, Hall of Famer Jim Palmer, right here on A's Total Access, brought to you by Chevron.
0: Like sports, business is about winning
2: Did you know that with Xfinity Internet, you get fast and reliable speeds? Best of all, you could save up to $400 a year on your wireless bill when you add Xfinity Mobile. Can your Internet do that?
1: Check out our amazing deals on Xfinity Internet and choose from one of our fast speed options to fit your needs. Plus, you could save up to $400 a year on wireless when you also get Xfinity Mobile. Go to Xfinity.com, call 1-800-XFINITY, or visit a store today to learn more. Restrictions apply. Compares pricing of top carriers. Xfinity Internet required.
3: This is
0: A's Total Access.
4: Well, last year we decided that we should take Ray Fossey and have him interview legends of the game, guys that he played against. And it was absolutely magical. And since the Orioles are in town, we want to play for you part of an interview that we did on A's Cast it's the legend Ray Fossey
3: with the Hall of Famer, Jim Palmer. Hey, Jimmy, I want to ask you, because in today's time, obviously there's no complete games. Shutouts, it's the big uh, controversy now as far as is a seven-inning shutout. Does it count as a shutout? And they're doing that. But take us back to 1965 when you came up to the Orioles. but then also in 1966, you're 20 years young. How about that? 20 years and you're facing the dodgers in the world series
5: well not only that i mean i'm facing sandy yep. koufax i don't think anybody i think he was 25 and 7 that year with about <laughs> yeah. a 195 era <laughs> he didn't pitch game one um you know it's kind of interesting in your first world series we you know i got to the big leagues when i was 19 i kind of had to stay there and i thought they'd send me out but i stayed all year and we, we won 94 games but the twins won 102 and 65, then they would lose to the Dodgers in the World Series. Koufax would mm-hmm. would really dominate the the World Series as he did. I think mean, he would, you know, <laughs> he was Sandy Koufax. Um, so, he, because of the Jewish holidays, Don Drysdale um, uh, started game one, and David McNally, who would eventually win 20 games for us four years in a row, he started game one against uh, Drysdale in in Los Angeles at Shepherds Ravine, and, you know, you're 19 years old, or t- just turned 20, and I'm, I'm sitting on the bench, and thinking geez you know and then you're thinking okay what do I want to do tomorrow you know we'll see how today goes and then Brooks and Frank Robinson hit home runs in the uh, in the first inning and you know as somebody that's 20 and we'd gotten there and it said you know AL uh loop loop leaders uh you know when you know in town to play the Dodgers and yep. you know it was no big deal and I'm uh, you know and and then you know McNally struggles he you know as, as the famous uh um, uh, columnist, uh, you know, uh, oh, what's his name, Bur- Murray writes, he said, you know, the last time you, s- you saw a, uh, uh, a pitcher stop the-, the-, the Dodgers running running game, it was by walking the bases loaded, and that's what Dave McNally <laughs> did, and then Mo Jabowski <laughs> came in and struck out 11 in six and two-thirds innings, and mm-hmm. I'm sitting on the bench, and I'm saying, geez, they got a little uh, trouble little with a high fastball. Now, Mo also had a great breaking ball, and he threw a lot of strikes. He could throw the ball low and away with the best of them, and I'm but I'm sitting there, so it at least gave me some kind of confidence. But I'm going to face Koufax. And to be honest, all I wanted to do is not embarrass myself. And Jim Palmer embarrassing himself back then <laughs> would have been walking a bunch of guys and, you know, maybe not getting hit that much because I threw hard enough where that didn't happen. But, you know, all you have to do is walk a couple of guys, as you know, Ray, as sure. well as anybody. And then it's not – it's not. everybody says, well, walk, walks kill you. I always thought it's what happens after yeah. you walk. The guys is, is really important. And as it turned out, I pitched my first shutout. Willie Davis dropped a couple of fly balls. Sandy pitched great into the fifth inning. It was nothing, nothing. I always kind of wonder, because we would win six to nothing, first shutout ever, you know, happened to be, you know, in, in a World Series game when you're 20, youngest oh, yeah. guy to ever do that, I guess. And still, still, uh, I did broadcast the 81 World Series even when I was playing. And I'm, if Fernando pitches a no-hitter in 81, which he, or a uh, shutout, which he was doing quite regularly, he would have been a little bit younger than me, but he gave up three runs in the first inning. I usually didn't root
8: when I did <laughs> National
5: Telecast, but I was kind of rooting for him to give up a couple of runs. But we won and, you know, and then we went back to Baltimore and Wally Bunker, who had been rookie pitcher of the year and had some injuries in sixty four. Now we're in sixty six. He wins one nothing. McNally comes back, beats Drysdale, a couple of solo solo home runs in games three by Blair and then Frank Robinson and you walk out of the stadium four games later and you're world champs. Yeah. And as you know, it's never I mean you look back and you say jeez, was not easy? But it really happened very quickly.
3: Jimmy, you you know the the one thing that in today's world they say, well, so and so's pitching and your face you, you, these guys don't face because of the designated hitter in America league. What was it like facing Sandy Koufax? You mean as a as, you as, as mean, a hitter. You mean as, as, a hitter. I mean, as, as, as
5: a, Well, you know I'm on de- I'm on deck, right? So Andy Ech was you know, Etch was a bonus kid out of La Puente, you know, Southern California, Orange County and yeah, I don't know. He got seventy-five thousand dollars to sign or something like that. And he had, a, you know, he had a little kind of kind of turned the bat. Imagine you're, you're, the bat's over your right shoulder because he was right-handed hitter, and the bat kind of pointed just a shade towards the pitcher. Well, so I'm on deck, and he, you know, Koufax throws him. Sandy throws him a high fastball, and he, you know, he thinks about swinging at strike one. Throws him another high fastball. Thinks about swinging at strike two. Throws him another high fastball. Thought about swinging at all three, and you know, he didn't. He couldn't get the bat going because um, Sandy, you know, so I go up to home plate, and as I'm walking up, I said, radio balls. He said, what? I said, you could kind (laughs) of hear him, but you couldn't see him. And I get up there, and, you know, I won my first game in the big leagues with a home run off of Jim Bowden. but, But Jim Bowden was a pretty good pitcher for the Yankees, but he wasn't Koufax, so he throws me the first fastball. And I used to use Frank Robinson's R-161 because uh-huh. I figured if anybody was going to have good wood, it would be Frank Robinson. That's right. On his way to <laughs> almost 600 home runs and That's triple right. crown and all that stuff. We all use so, Reggie's. <laughs> Kopak, yeah, Kofax throws me the first fastball. It starts in the lobby and it ends up on about the third floor. And I'm saying, whoa, wow. wait a minute. <laughs> so now, you know, you know, I mean, you face guys that had this kind of stuff. So, you know, maybe sudden Sam McDowell. You, might have, you, caught, you probably caught sudden Sam McDowell in, in Cleveland. Yeah. But anyway, so now I figured, okay, I, I better get ready. So, you know, I cheat a little bit with the fastball, and he throws me a pitch that looks identical. And next thing you know, Roseboro's catching it on the ground. Wow, that was the uh, that was the lobby curveball that looked like a fastball that was going to the third store and and ended up wow. in the uh, in the lower lobby or the lower basement. You know, that's how good his curveball was. Nice. And you know, I think anybody facing Koufax. Everybody used to say he was pretty comfortable, except until you looked at the box score the next day, and then you said, gee, that wasn't too comfortable, was it? Five no-hitters and, you know, a bunch of strikeouts and, you know, 300 and some innings and, you know, an ERA usually around two runs a game.
4: We will have part two of this conversation tomorrow right here on A's Total Access. But looky here, it's a home game. Jessica Kleinschmidt is here, ready to rock as we get you ready for the A's and the birds right here on A's Total Access. Happy opening day.
8: If you're looking for a new mattress, Nest Bedding has you covered. Sleep on the same mattress Hall of Famer Ricky Henderson sleeps on. Nest Bedding is a national brand with family-owned prices and service. You can shop at one of their burial locations and all stores are sanitized and safe, or you can navigate their easy-to-use website, nestbedding.com. That's nestbedding.com. Com. Green and Gold fans, use the coupon code Oakland and you'll get 10% off your entire order. Nest Bedding, love where you sleep.
9: Humanity has accomplished a whole lot so far. We created penicillin, the automobile, and the internet, not to mention drones, duct tape, and the hot dog. It's all thanks to the power of human connections. And Ring Central's here to make that even easier, more seamlessly, and securely on a platform built to grow your business. Say hello to a whole new way to say hello. Visit RingCentral.com and say hello to possibilities. RingCentral. Message. Video. Phone. Together.
7: Catch the A's this Saturday when the green and gold take on the Texas Rangers Friday through Sunday at the Coliseum. Watch some daytime baseball and get an A's picnic blanket at the game on Saturday, April 23rd.
2: A's fans love that.
7: Tickets are available at athletics.com.
3: Hit hard, down the right field line, heading toward
7: the wall and gone. That's athletics.com. Buy your tickets for Saturday, April 23rd at athletics.com today.
4: And Jessica Kleinschmidt joins us here on A's Total Access as we get you ready for opening day from the Coliseum, the Athletics, and the Baltimore Orioles. Jessica, at some point I'm starting to feel like we don't live in the Bay Area. We don't live on the West Coast. It's somehow we have morphed into an American League East team.
10: Yeah, I mean, it's definitely the vibe I get. I'm hoping... It's freezing, for the record. I was dying of heat. at a re. I put a deodorant on three different times today, Townie, and I'm freezing. What's going on?
4: This is this is how it rolls at yeah. the Coliseum. We'll be down there doing Ace Cast Live, super hot. You may even need sunscreen. Yeah. And then the sun goes down and the bay and the wind, and it's cold.
10: Yeah, it's a Reno vibe. Reno, we do that a lot. Every five minutes, it's a different season. So.
4: But it's like Tampa, yeah. Toronto, yeah. now Baltimore.
10: Yeah. Yeah.
4: It's weird. A lot of American League East. But you know what? For the athletics, I've been saying this. I asked David Force about this earlier. I asked Dave Cabell. This homestand for this team this season, you know, because right now people want to love the team. They gave them a reason on the road. Can they give them a reason at home?
10: You know, I'm actually really looking forward to this particular series because both teams are coming out with a lot of confidence. The, the Baltimore Orioles – took the Yankees series right and then of course the A's had a really strong road and I talked to Kotze about that and it certainly helps them getting off the plane they lost a lot of players due to some injury and COVID protocols but at the same time I'm really excited for this matchup I want to see Frankie Montes shove at the Coliseum and they still have a pretty decent lineup we can see Nick Allen too that's going to be exciting Um, but I think we'll see how it turns out hopefully they can come out with a win, and hopefully fans are stoked to be here once again.
4: I can see the speakers still work at the, the Coliseum. The speakers are
10: very much work. I feel like I'm yelling at you. <laughs> oh
4: Wow. Yeah. Uh, Mark Kotze is going to get announced first time as the manager of the Oakland Athletics. Obviously, he knows what this moment's like as a player, as a coach. I have a feeling it's going to be very emotional for him.
10: He said the word anxiety was used quite a bit of times. And, you know, he's had, he's held, he's been a player, of course. He's had coaching responsibilities. He's had everything up until an actual managerial responsibility. And he's very nervous, Ren, rightfully so. He knows how these Ace fans can be. He knows how loyal they are, um, how passionate they are. And that's the nice word that we like to use um, but he, he admitted he's like, there's a lot more responsibilities. He's like, I just want to go out and hit batting practice, but here I am talking to y'all in the media, and, you know, it's a little bit longer on opening day, and he wasn't anticipating that, but I think he's doing a good job. And, you know, I talked to Bo Taylor, a former A's player. He's now on the other side with the Orioles. Bo Taylor? Bo Taylor. What a name job. You didn't even know he was here. No and clue. No clue. Couldn't Zero even tell you. Couldn't tell us. And then he said that he, nobody is better for this job than, than Mark Kotze. And then, like I said, another – Beautiful part about this matchup is is the, a lot of young guys, low payroll. They know what they're getting going up against each other. And Bo Bo was stoked about it, and he of course knew he, Sean Murphy's his like BFF, Townie. That's he said, that's my dog. And then we talked about the the butt thing, the butt. Thing. People are still. Sean hates talking about it. I
4: I, I can imagine knowing him, kind of real reserve. I, I can see him not being. I just. I don't know why, of all the things that could go viral, why that went viral.
10: You know, it's because how it was random, it was... Kind of rated R in certain aspects, and even just because he
4: stuck the behind butt. out to get hit. Yeah,
10: it was, his, it was the the butt thing, and you know, people that don't even care about baseball were texting me about that, Tony, which is good. Yeah, you know, you know oh, wow, you're watching an A's game, shocker to me. And like, and we were thinking about, of all people, you know, Sean's not on social media, and it happened to him. Super quiet. When I mean, you've interviewed him before, it's very A B C to the point, and then of all people, it's him. I loved it. I thought it was great, but Bo wanted to mention that.
4: Uh, Mark Kotze, have anything else to say?
10: He um, did say that he's looking forward to Nick Allen coming up. He said he's matured a lot at the plate. He, of course, is coming over because of some of those substitution moves and everything like that A um, little bit nervous. I mentioned that before uh, he didn't go into detail about some of the COVID guys, but they all did come back from Toronto. He wanted to make sure that that was the case and James Caprillion um, got promoted to triple a and he will be pitching um, five days after his last start. But it sounds like that's pretty promising as well. I think once caps back here, that's going to be a game changer.
4: Yeah. You know, the whole COVID issue, we, we want to keep thinking it's behind us. And we'll get into coming up here in the injury report, all the players that are not going to be with us. But I just, you know, for David Forrest and his staff, the fact that we're still dealing with this and you're missing now, it's seven guys. Yeah. So Stephen Piscotty was already on the list. Uh, right. That's seven
10: players. Yeah. It, I was wondering, because obviously I haven't been to the clubhouse, this new one. And since, you know, honestly it was the Raiders former one. So I haven't been it since I yeah. covered the Raiders, but it would look extra empty because there wasn't a big chunk of guys and I'm used to it being loud and, and crazy and a lot going on, but there was seven less at least seven less guys there. So it just seemed a little bit more open than perhaps I was anticipating. And I always liked talking to Chad Pender. So I was a little bummed he wasn't here today.
4: Yeah, yeah, and, and you just feel for these guys because, you know, you're getting your opportunity, some of these guys, you're getting your, opportun- your opportunity to, to, to make some hay, right? Yeah. You're getting, you know, like Tony Kemp, getting a chance to play every day. Yeah. Chad Pender, finally get a chance to play every day. You don't want to lose that because right. of this. Right,
10: right, especially heading into the season where we knew this team was going to be all about versatility, and we knew the Stephen votes of the world were going to be DHing first base, catching. However, we have the Tony Kemps and the Chad Penders who we like to see them every day. People get addicted to that. People want to see consistency in their lineup and having somebody less of that not there. Even Piscotti was doing well there for a little bit too, and now that he's out, it kind of takes away some of the, you know, the stuff we were used to. But Kotze did say heading into the season we would be used to guys moving around in the lineup and I think he just has to utilize it a little bit sooner than he Perhaps wanted to.
4: Quickly, your favorite thing about opening day.
10: Honestly, I like to dress up. I like to dress nice on opening day. And I usually do. But, you know, and then I think it's just seeing the people that I haven't seen since a while. But You're always
4: dressed up. I
10: know. But then I have an excuse to, like, look like everybody else. I always stick out, like, a sore thumb, like, during the middle of the season because I always try too hard. And <laughs> everybody's slumming it. Today, I look like everybody else. So I just I get to be a little bit under the radar and, you know develop the good relationships with people as time goes on i feel like i have a lot more confidence too to just approach guys and like ask them questions i didn't have that a while ago so that's helping too
4: don't worry you got 80 more tries after this
10: that's what, that's what it's about yeah
4: we got more coming up next with vince katronia right here on a's total access
0: like sports business is about winning You're listening to the A's Total Access Show.
3: Well, today, of course, is opening day for the Athletics at home. They and the Houston Astros, the last teams in Major League Baseball to accomplish that, to play their first game in front of their home fans. Also, it's Patriots Day, which means the Red Sox played at 11 o'clock this morning. One of their favorite sons, Rich Hill, on the mound today for the Red Sox against the Minnesota Twins. But it went the Twins' way, thanks in part to Jorge Polanco. We just want to make sure... We some of us kind of are forgetting at this point because the season's ongoing that we didn't have the full buildup you know, through the course of spring training.
5: High fly left field in deep. Verdugo looking up and that one's gone. Polanco with a two-run home run, and it's four-to-nothing twins. Twins hitting home runs in bunches. A little over a week ago, they hit six in one game, and only one home run hit since, but now too early here today
3: wins television and an 8-3 victory for Dylan Bundy over Rich Hill. Elsewhere, Jordan Alvarez has been out for several days with an illness. Rejoins the Astros for the home opener. He's in the lineup, and he does what he does so well for Houston, especially at home.
2: And he draws one. Deep to right field. Four. Get about it. 44th is back. Second deck shot on 2-0 Astros.
8: TK, I feel
5: like Michael Lorenzen tried to trick him by going to the off-speed, but keep an eye on the location here. That is the happy spot.
3: That's uh, Astros Television 2-2 now, bottom of the third inning in that contest. Today, Sam Mall will be enjoying the home opener for the first time. He had the season opener for the A's on the road against the Philadelphia Phillies. The left-hand relievers appeared in four games for the Astros and uh, for the A's, rather and uh, talk with Sam before the ball game and asked him the excitement about what this special day might mean for him. Uh, here in Oakland,
12: I think it's going to be great. Uh, I'm excited, uh, the team's excited,
3: uh,
8: and
12: you know, the place looks great and we're ready to go. Sam, you came back to the ball club for the first
3: time in several years, your first time in the big leagues last year as you returned to the second half. How much did that help you in terms of what you wanted to get accomplished before you got to spring training this year, even with all the
12: craziness of wondering when spring training was going to start? Uh, I just, I think I went into the off season with the same plan that I've always had. Uh, just the main focus was to be able to stay healthy throughout the whole whole off season, and I accomplished that and all my goals as far as strength and throwing, and you know didn't have any hiccups. So I think that uh, really laid the groundwork. Did you make changes from 17 to the guy that we saw that came back in 21? and continues to build on that in 22. Yeah, so I bounced around uh, between 17 and, and, and last year. Uh, from different organizations, and uh, so when I was here in seventeen, I was more four seam and and not as great slider. Uh, transitioned to a one seam, so kind of sinker uh, action, and then uh, also went to a cutter. But then the cutter transitioned into uh, a slider, and you know, looking at analytics, it was spinning relatively quick. So we kind of tinkered with it more and uh, and tried to uh, you know get the spin axis right and uh, you know everything kind of. Uh, fell into place there. Explain
3: what spring training was like with a collection of guys that were coming together basically for the first time, and how important those twelve days were—the ten games on the road, spending time together, talking together, just seeing each other, and trying to compete together, and uh, and make good pitches and, and and win some
12: games, which the A's did on that road trip. Yeah, yeah I think everyone's trying to figure out each other. The team chemistry uh, is still you know molding, and we're learning each other and uh, and how uh, we re- respond to you know good things and adversity and uh, you know I think the road trip uh, was pretty successful and uh, you know we opened some eyes but you know the work's not done. It's a long season so uh, we still got work to do.
3: Sam you know when you're in a bullpen things can they can change day to day week to week but you have had some what would be called leverage situations. You had the big strikeout uh, against uh, Bryce Harper in Philadelphia and then you had a good one ending of relief just in the just completed series for the A's in Toronto what what do those situations do for your confidence and trust that what I've been working on if I can execute the pitch
12: that I feel like I can get the results I'm looking for yeah I think you pretty much answered it uh you know I go out there and try to be as kind of uh no thoughts in my head I don't really care about the situation uh I put that behind me and you know like you said execute the pitch and uh, most of the time that take care of itself you know at the end of the day it's baseball so a lot of things can happen but uh you know that is you know, what my focus is when I go out there. In just a handful of
3: appearances, you've thrown a lot more breaking balls early. What's what's the thought process about the way you feel like that's that's a pitch I've got a feel for right now and a pitch I want to attack with?
12: Uh, yeah, I think it's been part of my game plan. Even last year, I think I was close to 50-50, uh, sinker, slider. And, uh, you know, there's been a couple games. The Philly game uh, was, you know, the slider was pretty locked in the, the past couple I wish it would have been a little bit better for my standards but you know I I can't complain with uh, with uh, the results well enjoy getting out on the line it's always uh, something you, you never forget yeah appreciate it thank you Sam all
3: joining us Townie now back to you
4: always fun opening day and always fun when you're playing well on opening day and you think about the Oakland Athletics right now they lead major league baseball with 53 runs scored They're ahead of the Mets and the Dodgers, who are at 51. By the way, the Orioles come to town. They have been ste-ruggling to score runs early. They, with the the D-backs, are tied for the fewest runs in the big leagues at 21. Ouch. Four games against the Orioles, three against the Texas Rangers, a day off, and then two against the San Francisco Giants. This is going to be a fun homestand. Coming up next, we'll look at the injury report. We'll check in with the out-of-town scoreboard right here on A's Total Access, brought to you by Chevron.
2: Did you know that with Xfinity Internet, you get fast and reliable speeds? Best of all, you could save up to $400 a year on your wireless bill when you add Xfinity Mobile. Can your Internet do that?
1: Check out our amazing deals on Xfinity Internet and choose from one of our fast speed options to fit your needs. Plus, you could save up to $400 a year on wireless when you also get Xfinity Mobile. Go to Xfinity.com, call 1-800-XFINITY, or visit a store today to learn more. Restrictions apply, compares pricing of top carriers, Xfinity internet required.
6: Innovation, it's at the heart of Cal State East Bay. Like at our Green Biome Institute, where faculty and students map genes from California's endangered plants. Or how we open doors for local entrepreneurs at our Small Business Development Center. From educators to nurses to STEM professionals, Cal State East Bay has real impact throughout the region's neighborhoods boardrooms, and entire economy. Be part of the innovation. Connect of Cal State East Bay at csueastbay.edu slash impact.
4: Looking to stay up to date on all things A's?
10: how would you recognize them? Would you notice a 16-year-old
1: boy We've who got, got his, his
11: first, first job, not for extra spending money, but to help feed his little sisters?
10: Or
1: a mother who's in between jobs and sometimes goes to bed hungry so her kids can have dinner? I am the one in eight Americans who struggle with hunger. I, I am hungered, hungered in America.
0: America. Hunger can be hard to recognize. Learn why at IamHungerInAmerica.org. Brought to you by Feeding America and the Ad Council.
3: Swings and flies one to right. Deep in the corner. Marisna giving chase at the wall. And out it goes for Jed
1: Lowry. A's cast is your 24-7 destination for A's baseball. Visit athletics.com slash A's cast for on-demand and live coverage of the Oakland A's. Now back to A's Total Access with Chris Townsend. Presented by Chevron.
4: Time now for the out-of-town scoreboard brought to you by Mechanics Banks. Let's go to the scoreboard, top of the fifth. It's the Brewers on top of the Pirates, 6-1. to one. Rays and the Cubbies at the end of five are tied at two. Angels-Astros end of three tied at two. End of the second scoreless between the Phillies and the Rockies. Patriots day was the Red Sox over the – actually, it was the Twins over the Red Sox, 8-3. to three. Of course, this game's going to kick off at six forty, and one thing that we really didn't want to talk about today but we do have to address it's time now for the injury report brought to you by kaiser permanente reminding you kaiser permanente to stay safe stay positive and stay healthy visit kp.org today aj puck kirby sneed lou trevino austin allen jed lowry and chad pender are all out on the COVID-19 list. That's six. And let's not forget, so is Steven Piscotty. This happened before the Toronto series. So that is seven players for the Athletics, seven that are out on the COVID list. Sam Selman, Nick Allen, and Christian Lopes are on their way to Oakland from Las Vegas. Now, Nick Allen and Christian Lopes. Lopes had a really good spring uh, 29 years old, been playing a lot of second base. He's been fantastic for the Aviators. Nick Allen, the hot young shortstop, number one pick, uh, was committed to USC, ended up being drafted in the first round by the Athletics. He's a bonus baby. Really the future for the A's at the position. Going to call him up, give him a little taste. Why not? It's going to be great to see Allen and Lopez. Lopez really deserves a shot because uh, – He has played well now for a while for the athletics that is your injury report coming up next the president of your oakland athletics dave cavill right here on a's total access brought to you by chevron
9: humanity has accomplished a whole lot so far we created penicillin the automobile and the internet not to mention drones duct tape and the hot dog it's all thanks to the power of human connections
0: You're listening to the A's Total Access Show.
4: Dave Cavill stops by A's Cast Live and A's Cast for The Build, where we talk about what's going on with the project here in the Bay Area and also in Las Vegas. But more importantly for Dave Cavill, it was talking about opening day. Here is the president of the athletics and what opening day means to him. Opening day Always means so much to the fans. Oh, yeah. And for someone who runs a franchise, what does it mean?
13: Well, I think especially this is the first real opening day in like three years. Yeah. And so it is extra special in terms of bringing people back, having the tailgating, having all the, you know, pregame hoopla and everything that we didn't do last year. And, of course, two years ago, you know, we had cardboard cutouts. And so it's nice to see those old traditions coming back and people here and, and just, you know, celebrating A's baseball here at the Coliseum.
4: And the team. Oh,
13: what an amazing start on the road. I mean, that, that they
4: lead baseball in run scored. They I have know. the best average with runners in scoring position. We had a Little League home run. <laughs> we had an inside the park home run by Pache. How cool was that? We need
13: more. Baseball needs more of that yeah. is what it needs because that is exciting and fun. And, you know, I was energized when I saw it live. And so that that's awesome. And I think it's going to be an exciting season with all the young guys.
4: I asked David Forrest this probably about 20 minutes ago. I'll ask you the same. National media, obviously, came down on us. Mm-hmm. Uh, local media, the same thing. And the way this team has started, you know, Mark Kotze said this team's going to be better than you think. David said that. I know you've talked about it. Just how proud of the, are you of the start so far?
13: Well, I think it says a lot about of- First of all, about David and Billy and their ability to, you know, put great teams together. Um, and then also Mark Kotze. I mean, I cannot say enough about his leadership style, um, the energy he brings. Um, it's just infectious. You know, I've been around him. The players are around him. So I think we have a really good thing going. And it's exciting to, it's exciting to see it, like, up close and kind of, like, blossoming. And I think fans, hopefully, especially the home fans being here, They're going to experience some really incredible A's baseball this year as part of that.
4: They're an underdog team, and everywhere in sports, whether it's, you know, we love the Cinderella story in college basketball in the tournament or that underdog team in the NFL. or This is an underdog team, and people love following and rooting for an underdog.
13: I'm telling you, and you could see it with, you know, we're a giant killer, you know, know, literally and figuratively. And so, like, we're going in and we're playing teams like Tampa Bay and taking three out of four and just – you know, the way, the swagger they've had in these games and late wins, it's it's really incredible to see that, and hopefully we see more of that, you know, this week for our first homestand.
4: Yeah, to watch Mark Kotze, it's just like he, he fits like a glove, right? And, and obviously, Melvin said all the glowing things about what Mark is going to do as a manager when Bob w- was leaving. So for you, what's your relationship like with the new manager? Well, I've known Mark for years, and obviously
13: he's been around the organization, and um, he's someone that you know, especially when I first came to the A's, was always very welcoming and open. And, you know, I think he just has an incredible personality. And and he also has a great drive, you know, for excellence, you know, both for himself personally as well as everybody around him. And so I think that's something that I really admire. And I think he's done an incredible job to date. And we're here to support him in every possible way.
4: Now, we haven't talked to you in a while, you know, always... we always know you're doing something with the new ballpark. Oh, yeah. There's always something going on. Yeah, there's a lot going on. Uh, where are we right now?
13: Well, you know, um, the off season was uh, ups and downs. You know, we got the final environmental impact report, which was huge. That was huge. Like, <laughs> as far as we've ever been getting that with the vote. But then, you know, we've had the lawsuits, and we've had, you know, the talk of referendums, and we've had, you know, the Seaport Group, you know, had the advisory council voted no. So there's been, like, some, you know, setbacks there. But I still think the momentum is pretty strong in Oakland. And right now what we really need is the city council to pick a date to do a vote. Because we have to have a deadline. Because if you don't have a deadline with a date, you're just talking by each other. And so we're doing everything we can to really push that agenda. We're getting a lot of support from the mayor. I was with her today. She's been incredibly supportive on this entire project. Because I think if we can bring it to a vote of the city council, I think we can get a yes vote. My biggest fear is that a vote does not occur that it continues to go sideways, that there's a reason, a delay. There's an election in the fall, which, you know, politicizes, you know, everything that's already very political. So I think, you know, we're really at a critical juncture, I think, the next, you know, probably month to get that scheduled. And so we're going to do everything we can to do that. And as you know, at the same time, you know, we have a parallel path in, in Las Vegas, and that's a serious effort as well. And it's needed because, you know, this facility, she's had many great memories, but she's 10 years past her useful life. And we really need to ensure that we have a permanent home for the A's for the next generation and generations to come.
4: Now, obviously, we're going to hear way more about what's going on in the Bay Area because we're here. What is going on in Las Vegas?
13: Well, a lot of positive things. You know, we have a handful of sites um, that we're choosing from and making bids and offers with different landowners. And, you know, I think we're, we're almost at the point where we could even announce that, like the final site, which is a big, big deal. And I think that probably will happen by the end of May, based on the current trajectory. And I think that'll create kind of a new momentum there, building on the, you know, almost eight or nine months of work that we've done to date. And so it's becoming pretty actionable, and that's why it's, like, all kind of coming to a head this summer in terms of figuring out, you know, what our our future is. But, you know, I feel a great obligation to our fans, the other teams in the league, you know, everyone involved in this, you know, the communities, to get to a resolution. You know, this has been going on for 25 years. We really yeah. need to find a home for the. It's not A's. like a couple months. No, no, no. It, no <laughs> but it, it really has been 25 years. Like people laugh, yeah. but like it's got to get solved. It's got to get solved. And and this is we're kind of in the moment where it's it's going to happen. And I know, and I'm very I'm sympathetic and empathetic to fans. It's been a hard process no to doubt. live through through the whole period. Um, and so I'm just trying to bring some kind of resolution to it so we can know.
4: To hear the entire interview, you go to athletics.com slash acecast. They're announcing the players as we speak here at the Coliseum. It's opening day. And coming up next, Ken Korak, the voice of the A's, with your new manager, Mark Kotze, right here on A's Total Access, brought to you by Chevron. Your loan personalized. Whether you're planning your next vacation, backyard landscaping, or even consolidating debt,
3: A Honda is more than just a vehicle. It's a gateway to spring adventure. Start your adventures with Honda. The brand owners are calling the most fun to drive. For a limited time, well-qualified buyers can get a 0.9% APR on a 2022 Honda HRV and a 1.9% APR on a 2022 Civic or Accord. New vehicles are arriving daily at a local Honda dealer.
6: Start your spring adventure today at your Northern California Honda dealer.
1: See dealer for financing details. Excludes Civic SI 2021 ACSI survey of customers rating the performance of their own automobiles.
7: The Star Wars Post Game Light Show, presented by Call 811, is back at the Coliseum Friday, April 29th. And watch it fly! After the A's game against the Cleveland Guardians, bands are invited to the field to see 250 drones light up the sky above Mount Davis. Tickets are going fast. Don't miss your chance to see the highly anticipated Post Game Star Wars Light Show. Tickets are available at
11: Athletics.com dq presents picture this you stand before the awe inspiring new signature stack burger menu at dq and your mouth wonders where have you been all my life that's five taste bud tempting cheeseburgers with 100 percent real seasoned beef you peek at the loaded a1 stack burger with two premium sauces then the flamethrower stack burger with tongue-tingling jalapeno bacon then you realize moments like these are exactly why we have the dq signature stack burger menu DQ, happy tastes good. Get it delivered at DQ.com.
6: Do you think all premium fuels are the same? Well, your engine doesn't. Shell V Power Nitro Plus helps keep your engine running like new because it's engineered to defend against four main engine threats. Gunk, wear, corrosion, and friction. So next time, choose Shell's most advanced fuel ever. It's fuel for thought. engines that continuously use shell v-power nitro plus premium gasoline
2: this is a's total access here at the coliseum on this monday night the home opener for the athletics as they begin their 55th season here at the coliseum and mark codsey is with us and what about some of your thoughts and the emotions you might have walking out to the baseline when the uh, lineups are introduced tonight
14: yeah you know can I start thinking a little bit about that? In 2004, being introduced here for my first time as an Oakland Athletic player, uh, the energy that's in this building, the excitement of uh, of the team, um, all starts again tonight, and it starts in a new role. Um, but I'm excited for it, and uh, you know, looking looking forward to seeing everyone out here tonight.
2: You patrolled a large center field when you played for the A's, and of course, the magical 2006 season out here. Big
14: foul territory.
2: How do you look at the home field advantage the Is have had over the years at this ballpark?
14: Yeah, well, uh, the home field advantage lies in our in our fan support, and I, I really believe that. Um, you know, over the years, you, you feel uh, the energy and the passion uh, from our from our fans that come here to support us. Um, you talk about the stadium configuration. You know, it plays to an advantage because teams come in here that aren't used to playing. Uh, in foul, you know, with grounds like this in terms of the size of foul territory. um, Some teams come in here with the expectation the ball is going to carry like it did or like it does at their stadiums. And it's tough to hit it out at night once it turns 8 o'clock. So, um, but yeah, I think there is a little bit of a home field advantage here.
2: Five and five trip, Mark, to uh, Philly and St. Pete and Toronto. How did you look at the trip and what stood out uh, to you? Maybe two or three positives you took out of it.
14: Yeah, well, you know, going into the trip, you look at it um, as a, as a real challenge, and uh, sitting here now, reflecting on how we were able to come together as a group, uh, that's the first and foremost positive because we got to spend some quality time with each other. Uh, there were real really uh, no distractions to our processes. Um, you know, the success that we had as a group, both offensively and um, and on the on the mound. Um, really stands out, and you know, overall, I think we played some some clean baseball. Um, we're still going to work on our defense. Uh, we we understand that's um, you know a really really important part of our game that we play clean, and 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 um, you know, so we're going to continue to work. We've got a lot of room to grow.
2: You had to take Adam Muller out of the game in the fourth inning yesterday, Mark. How do you look at his first two starts, and what does he need to do to get things on track?
14: Yeah, well, Adam, you know, obviously he's in his second start at the major league level. Um, The first one, you could tell the emotions, the anxiety was there. You know, yesterday he had, you know, better stuff overall. I think there was still um, a little bit of lack of command and execution to the the finish, which he knows and he's going to work on. And, you know, we're going to continue to prepare him for success, and we'll look forward to seeing how he does uh, his next time out.
2: All right, the news of the day, six more players have gone on the COVID IL, giving you a total of seven now. I know there are specifics you can't really get into, but seven new players that joined this team beginning on Friday and on through today. What kind of challenge is that what's the challenge been like for the organization?
14: Well, the great thing about this organization, Ken, is the message is always sent out in spring training that everyone is going to contribute to the success of this team if they're in that room. And really the short spring training, you know, could have had an impact on that message, but um, you know, we were fortunate to be able to keep a large number towards the end and, uh, and I continue to repeat that message to the guys that didn't break with us that are here now and, uh, and I truly think that that helps. Uh, it helps uh, the mindset of these guys coming here that, that they left camp knowing they were going to get an opportunity and, and, and here it is. What a great time for, for these guys that are joining us to contribute to this club's success.
2: All right, Mark Kotze with us. It's the home opener of the A's and the Orioles at the Coliseum on this Monday night and Chris Townsend will send things back down to you.
4: It's the A's, it's the Orioles, it's the home opener next right here on A's Cast. And I'll talk to you after the ball game.
9: There's no part of our bodies that put in more work than our feet. And with all that work, your feet can start to ache. But luckily, there's relief for our overworked feet. Skechers Fit Footwear for men and women. Skechers teamed up with podiatrists to design a shoe that provides total foot and arch support for all-day comfort. They used 20 years of data and over 120,000 unweighted foot scans to create a podiatrist-certified insole that distributes support across the arch no matter what foot type you have. See all the styles of Arch Fit Footwear for men and women at Skechers.com, a Skechers store near you, or wherever stylish shoes are sold.
11: How do you make the most of your land? Everyone has their way. The Nelsons depend on their John Deere Gator XUV 835R to get from point A to point
2: B with decoys and the dogs.
11: As much as we got going on, it's all about efficiency. And if you ask the Mosers what they use their Gator XUV 590M for, they tell you
10: the most fun we have on the Gator is just ripping around the property.
11: There are millions of ways to make the most of your land. Learn how to make the most of yours at deer.com. Nothing runs like a deer.